Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today, we're talking about putting work away. At school, we call the materials that children use during the day the purposeful toys that they work with during the day. We call them materials. We call them work. And that's because everything a child is doing is very important. And we think of what we do during the day, going to a job, as being important work. But a child's own development is important work as well. So children go to school to do their work, just as we as adults go to an office or home or a place to work, perhaps alone, perhaps with other people. But it's to remind us as adults that what the children are doing is no less important than how we spend our day. Where we might get a paycheck, a child is benefited by a rich and fulfilling life. So as part of our application process at Bondec, and something that many schools encourage for new or prospective families, we like to encourage new families to come in and observe to see the classroom in action, because Montessori is really just one of those things that needs to be seen to be understood, seen to even be believed sometimes. And often, prospective parents will note that they all put their work away, or they put that toy back on the shelf. That's where that came from. They tidy up when they're finished. Or families, even after their child has been at school for some time, will say, My child always hangs up her coat at school, but home is a mess. Why does a child take care of their items at school, but not at home? And this is a natural question. We see a lot of behaviors go from school to home. Sometimes it's little moments of independence. Sometimes it's showing off skills. Sometimes things sneak in. All of a sudden, a child starts reading or starts counting or perhaps says, I'm not available right now when they don't want to be bothered. Little moments make their way home. But occasionally, that tidiness That iconic Montessori piece of putting something away beautifully when you're done using it doesn't necessarily make its way home. And this can be a bit confusing. As a Montessori child, I remember it would be unheard of for me to leave my work out on a table or on the floor at school. However, my room was not known for being museum perfect at home. And so we can easily identify with this. Why don't children bring that skill home when they have it so naturally and would be bothered by somebody leaving their workout at school? And this is for a couple reasons. First, we don't do that at home all the time. When I'm finished at the end of the night reading or watching a show or knitting or whatever I'm working on, I put it down on the floor next to my chair and I get up and carry on. Or occasionally I'll leave a coffee cup by the sink instead of rinsing it out and putting it right in the dishwasher. As adults, we are more relaxed at home when we're done with something, reading a book per se. We might not put it back on the shelf 
tidily tuck a bookmark in and make sure everything is right where it belongs. We might just leave it where we ended our activity. Or we might be a little bit messier, kick off our shoes and rather than putting them away, leave them by the door. Or take off our coat and lay it on the back of a chair. Or just drop it because we're trying to get in from the cold and I'll deal with it later. Rather than intentionally putting our items away and carrying on with our business. With the emphasis that we've seen in blogs and in the media about mindfulness and minimalism, there's a lot of care put into tidying up at the end of the day, being sure to thank your items for their service and putting them away. But it's not always a habit that's easy to adopt and it might not fit into our daily lives. So when we don't always put our items back exactly where they belong. When we're not always a model of how to exquisitely take care of our belongings, it's not at all surprising when children at home leave out Legos or finish with reading books and leave them where they were rather than putting them back in the library. Children model what they see. And when we're more relaxed in our home environment, which is completely natural, It's not surprising that a child would be more relaxed modeling those same behaviors. At school, we're exact. We put things away. Even at the end of the day, as an adult, I put away my belongings, I tidy up my space, and make sure everything is put away so that the next day I'm not walking into a mess. Even if I'm mid-project, we try to put things away and make sure everything is perfect before we leave. So we're on our best behavior at school or in a work environment, but at home we're a little more casual, and so it's natural that children would be as well. However, we're a little more tolerant of our own messes sometimes than we are of stepping on a Barbie shoe or a Lego or a dinosaur when we're getting up first thing in the morning. And so we're not as bothered by adult mess sometimes as we are by toys. And so it's more aware for us. However, if this is something we want to encourage, if this tidiness at school is a habit we want children to bring home, there are a few ways to encourage this. If we want children to be successful at home in cleaning up after themselves, there are a few tools that we can implement to help children be successful in bringing this habit to their home environment. First, space. The space that we have for children. At school, we call it a prepared environment, and we can do a bit of preparation in the home environment as well. Perhaps if we're always tripping over a coat or we can't find the coat when we're on our way out the door, a short hook at a child's level so that when they walk in the door, they have a space to put it away. Or perhaps it means that we have a bookshelf instead of a stack of books, or maybe a careful basket where we collect books at the end of each day and where books can be found and we make sure things end up where they belong. So a special space for each item. That's something that's iconic about a Montessori classroom. Hand washing can always be found in the same spot. The cylinder blocks each have their own spot. And so it's easier for things to end up back in their place because they have a place. Additionally, implementing a limit. So if there's opportunity to have out perhaps 
10 toys at a time and the others are in big totes in the garage or in an unused space, out of sight, out of mind. And perhaps they're rotated maybe once a week, maybe once a month, maybe once a quarter. Bring out some things and put other things away so that there's a limit to what's out on the shelves based on a child's interest and development so that even if everything ends up all out at once, it's not an unmanageable mess. So having a few places that we can identify, doing a bit of preparation beforehand, identifying where you'd like your child to be successful and what they need in order to be successful can help make these skills translate from the classroom environment to the home environment. So identifying areas of struggle, if it's a place to put the lunchbox or tidying up toys, figuring out a system to help children be successful in tidying up after themselves, and also sometimes having a limit to the number of toys or clothes or whatever tends to create the mess. Having a limit to the options that are available can help a child be successful in this situation. A child also will need a model. That's us. That's the adults. So we have to be really conscientious and sometimes overt about, oh, I finished with my meal. I can rinse off my plate and put this right in the dishwasher. Or I think I'm done reading this book for the day. This is the spot I like to leave the book that I'm currently reading. I only have one out at a time. Sometimes drawing attention to a change can really highlight that and help a child identify and then emulate that. Additionally, with any change or implementing any new system, consistency, patience, kind reminders are always really valuable. Just because there's a space to put a coat and we're modeling hanging up our coat when we come home does not mean that immediately a child will be able to do that as well. We're here to keep them company on that journey. Additionally, we thought we'd outline what tidiness looks like for our youngest children. We think of that iconic Montessori tidying up after yourself, and we think we can apply it to all children in the Montessori sphere. But actually, with having very young children, children as young as perhaps 14 months in our school and in many Montessori schools, we thought we'd outline what that tidiness looks like. When children first start in our youngest children's community, sometimes called a toddler room, at around 14, 15, 18 months, the first step is identifying where they can find work. So finding work on the shelf rather than finding work in a friend's hands or out on a table, figuring out that work on the shelf is work that's available. Then they'll figure out that you can work with something. And occasionally we'll see a child working with a puzzle on the shelf or stringing beads at the shelf. Then we help them to figure out, no, you can take it to a table. You work at a table. So you find work on the shelf, you select that work, and you take it to a workspace, a table or a rug. Then we're helping children to remember to put work away So 
Children might work with a material and then leave it when they're finished. We're helping children to return work to a shelf. And like I said, return work to a shelf. Children will figure out, oh, I select a work, I take it to a table, I work with it, and then I put it back somewhere. And so then the next step is helping children to put it back where it belongs, in its spot, with all the pieces ready to go. And this final aspect tends to take place right as a child is showing readiness for the transition to the primary classroom. So this process, finding work, working with a material, taking it to a table, returning it to a shelf, returning it to its spot on the shelf, this can take a year or more. We think of children in a Montessori environment as selecting work from the shelf, taking it to a table, working for, with it for an extended period of time and returning it to the shelf ready for the next person to use. But that's kind of an end result. That happens after lots of repetition, lots of modeling, and seeing other children in the community act this process out. For our youngest children, that's not where this starts. So for older children, primary age children, two and a half to six, having a hook to put your coat, having a place to put your Legos when you're done using them, having a limit to the number of library books we select each week can lead to success. But for younger children, or if you're just starting to implement this process at home, it's not at all surprising for a child to take things to multiple places or to leave work out. That's completely normal, especially for youngest children, which is another benefit to only having a few items out at a time. Maybe a, a storage compartment with eight containers on it with a stacking work, soft toys, a couple books, a few variety of options, but something that we as parents or as primary caregivers could put away in five minutes or less. Having a few options available means that even as children are still learning to work with something at a place, at perhaps a small bath mat that they can put away when they're done with their work, or perhaps the coffee table is their space to work, when they're still learning that, still figuring it out, it's not a lot for us to tidy up for a child. So we hope this has been helpful. If you're interested in more about Montessori at home, there is a podcast and a blog post about that specifically. A Montessori Life is the title, and that's about Montessori at home. And we discuss this frequently because it is something that comes up. But putting work away when you're done using it is something that we're all still in the process of learning. But it's definitely something where we can all help children improve and we can even improve ourselves. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bondeck and email us with comments, questions, and suggestions at hello at bondeck.org. We love hearing from you, so keep those questions coming. Until next time.